We back. We back. Mm-hmm. Hey, the days, if everybody wanna keep it, fix up their home, they ain't going their life to the limit. They done busy about the future, they just in it for the minute. I'm here to run a race, turn the vision is to win it. When I look around the hell I live, you know it's splendid. Interviews a thug, that's a bunch of urban fiction. The chronicles of life, you ever put them through the dark. Can't see them in the light, ready to go help you with the pop. Man, give me the keys. Man, give me the keys. What's going on with you, everybody? I am back. I am your host, Cass Ty. You know who it be. I'm so glad to be back. I can't even I can't even really front with you guys right now. I'm so glad to be back. Um it's a couple different things that was going on. Um and uh had to get them some things together. Had to get some things revamped. Um reshift and refocus for the next level of where we're going to to be honest um a lot of great things in in store uh, i'm recording from the couch in my podcast room tonight and um the one thing i've just realized is that i clearly need to get a better mic because the minute i shift my body or anything like that you can hear and i, I mean you guys are probably be like what's wrong with this guy this guy can't just stay still yeah, I can. Um, I'm trying to. So um trying out different things in the room and set up. But without further ado, let's get you guys another round of applause. One more round of applause. That's so much better. Thank you guys for tuning in. For those who are rocking with us in the States, thank you. For those who are rocking with us in Canada, thank you. Those who are rocking us, rocking with us in Deutschburg, thank you. Mad love to you all. Um, I can't appreciate that enough. And I'll be honest, I really want, I'm going to say this before we get into the official intro as we always do. If this podcast so far that you've heard, you've been hearing these this is at episode number seven now. Still, we're still in bonus content mode because we're making some moves behind the scene and I don't want to give away everything at once. But we're going to be bringing in some different people to help, you know, give a different side of the argument. Um, as you know, we are focused on uh, the development of young men uh, from early teenage, 12 up to I mean, I said it to somebody the other day. I mean, if you're 60 and you're listening to this and it's helping you, great. Um, But, you know, we're looking at helping young men as young as the age of, well, as young as you can go, because the information to young men is is really necessary. Um, But overall, I mean, you know, if you're if you're a father, if you're an uncle, if you're a brother and you're a sister, you're a mom, you're an auntie. I feel like this message can go from the youngest of the young. And I will say, you know, at a place where they're able to understand how to interact with this world and interact with their, their peoples at home. As young as 12, maybe even 10, but as young as 12. And we're really trying to hit up to, you know, the 38, the 40 year olds um, that really need maybe a wake up call to say, you know, who you are as a man or who you should at least, or what the things that you're going to need as a man. And I'm not talking from a place of perfection because I'm still working on myself, but as a father, as a young man, still myself, I have a duty to my home. I have a duty to my son. I have a duty to myself and I have a duty to other young men all around the world. So I really want you to hear what I'm saying, and most importantly, like, follow, comment, subscribe. We're on Twitter at TheRealReal underscore S-C-E. That's D-A-R-E-A-L 
R E E L underscore S C E at Twitter, Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook. Our page is now back up. So I want you guys to follow, like, and subscribe. This week, we're going to be reshifting and reposting all of our previous episodes done. And I really want you guys, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys will, will take the time to sit with us because there's two early interviews I did, one with a uh, young business owner um, by the name of Trey Arts. That's the name of the business. And you guys know that I'm all about supporting not just my community, but especially my brothers that are doing business. You guys know that I'm, I'm about supporting my brothers doing it, getting it and trying to make moves in the community to help better the community. So you need to check out Trey Arts. Check him out on Instagram. He's the Paint Night King on YouTube. Um, check him out on Facebook, Trey Arts. You cannot, you will not be disappointed. Definitely support that brother and show him some mad love. Share his content, share his videos, uh, because what he's doing has been impacting the community all long before COVID, but through COVID, he helped a lot of parents be able to provide their kids some activity so that they can keep them from stressing them out and giving them more gray hairs. And if they didn't have no gray hairs, you know, be the cause for them growing in. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely. Another brother that we had on uh, in the early stages of COVID and we did an interview over live I didn't really like the video quality, so it makes it even more imperative that I strip it down and turn it into an MP3. And we're going to be reposting that interview, both interviews, the interview with Trey Arts is going to be a two part interview because I didn't realize back in 2020 at the time when we shot the interview that Instagram only gives you uh, an hour or 57 minutes roughly to be able to do a live interview. Um, so both these interviews are about two hours long. So we split them up into part ones and part twos. And we have that ready to go for you guys. Um, it's raw. It's uncut. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoy it. It's longer than what a lot of our regular episodes on this podcast is. We try to aim for 30, 35 to 40 minutes max, unless we get passionate about the conversation. And then we might go over a little bit. But we try to keep it because we understand that people are doing different things. Also, um, so we got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got the Facebook. Again, that's at the real real underscore SCE. And if you see another another podcast name, the real real, the same way we spell it. I'm not saying don't support them, but that's not us. It's a couple high school girls from way back 2020 or 2017 and they haven't posted anything since um they're clearly not in high school anymore so it is what it is so follow us you're looking for the gold and black sign if you don't see that gold and black you shouldn't be following anybody that is named the real real underscore s c e Without further ado, I need you guys to give me the HBO special. I need to see likes, comments, subscriptions, follows, but most importantly, share this content. I can't get out in the algorithm without your guys' help, wherever you are. So I need you to like. I need you to comment wherever you can. I need you to subscribe and I need you to share the content. We will repost all episodes on our Facebook page. You can find us at the real real again. That'll be the real just the real real. And we are real people having real conversations about real things. Today's episode is entitled the king not easily crowned. And I want to make this succinct because in this day and time, I call this the generation of the participation award. You see it in, in sports. You see it in our community. You see it 
I mean, just everywhere, especially in North America. It's not, you know, okay, yeah, you came in second, but you, because you didn't come in first, oh, we have a consolation prize. You came in last, and because you didn't come in first, but we're just glad you you participated. So here you go. And a man is not easily made like that. A king is not easily made like that. You have to make sure that you are willing to put in the work. And I would even say, and one thing I've learned, that if you're going to call yourself a man, if you're going to call yourself a king, there's no shortcuts. LeBron James would often say that he's never cheated the game. He's never cheated the process. Now, sports fans will often deliberate that, but don't get lost in the sauce. Stay with me, and I am going to try and bless you. And so we have to put in the work. And there's one thing I want to say with putting in the work. There's the biggest distraction that there is to young men from the ages of 12 and up is the social interaction. A lot of times we try to define ourselves and our social atmospheres are defined by how people, how we acclimatize to other people and how other people acclimatize to us. Ultimately, if if the majority of the group does not like you, if there is nothing, if there's no nuance that you bring to the group, there's no value that you bring to a group. You know, for the most part, people are not trying to rock with you. And oftentimes we can get trapped, especially young men between the ages of 12 to 18 can get trapped subscribing to narratives, notions and mindsets that ultimately do not lead you anywhere in life because between the ages of 12 to 18, everything that is social is forever changing. Trends will change. Fads will change. Likes and dislikes will not change. And one that I see guys often get caught up in is the aspect of being a ladies' man being able to spit game, being able to talk. And if you guys have listened to, if you're, if you're a new listener, then you need to go back and listen to some of my old episodes. And just in case I didn't say it clearly on those old episodes, I'm going to say it clearly here. If you are a young man between the ages of 12 until 18, and you, you feel like you're socially awkward around a lot, everybody, but primarily women, here's what you need to do. You need to go get a job. Now, you're 12 years old. You can't legally work. You can't work until you're 16, but you can volunteer. You can volunteer. If you're in North America, you can volunteer at a rec rec center, a recreational center. You can volunteer at, um, whether it's shelters, you can volunteer in your community, go to your local municipality building. They will have volunteer she- volunteer sheets and sign up sheets and all this great, wonderful stuff. Now, you might not like the activity, whether it's volunteering for community cleanups, volunteer for community giveaways, handing out food programs. But here's what it's going to do. It's going to force you to come out of your shell. It's going to force you to talk to people that you normally won't encounter or wouldn't talk to because maybe the environment you are around is not open minded. Whether you're in a hood or you're in the, sub- the suburbs or, you know, you're in the core of the city, it doesn't matter where you are from 12 to 18. The first thing you need to do is volunteer your time. The reason why you need to volunteer your time is because the one thing all men should grow up with is a deep rooted understanding and respect for their community. I would say it like this. I do not subscribe that everybody selling drugs had no other alternative. What I will subscribe to is the fact that a lot of people who choose to sell drugs are following other people who felt like they didn't have a choice. Maybe they were born into that life. Yes, that is a possibility. But there's a lot of us who did not have to do that. 
And the way you counteract that is by being able to put yourselves in situations and around people that are of the highest positive mindset. Yes, you will see some things that are not always positive. You will see homeless people. Not That's not always a positive thing. But it will give you a deep-rooted respect for life, which as a man you need, it'll give you a deep-rooted respect for your community, which you need. You need to be able to do that. Volunteer at a local church. It doesn't matter if you believe or follow their way of life. They are always looking for help. Volunteer there. Again, your youth centers, your recreational centers around the city, they always have especially summer programs to volunteer with, especially if you're good at a sport or a game, if you're chess, checkers, uh, Monopoly, whatever it is, do these types of things. Involve yourself. Each one, reach one. Each one, teach one, will reach one. And that's what we've got to be doing. And you can't wait until you're 30, you're 20, or you're 18 to start doing it. What you want to do is start building deep, deep-rooted, good characteristics, good habits that will help you to build and grow further. Because when you start volunteering, your name is going to get out in the community, which means now you're going to have a reputation. And the thing with being a man is literally this. A man is only as good as his word. His reputation only carries him so far as his integrity can help him stand or walk. So you need to put in the work. We as men need to put in the work every day. It doesn't matter what age we get to. You could be 12. You could be 38. You could be 40. We men are not designed to stop making sure that we validate our own reputation by the integrity of the life that we live. Does this mean if you are not a person, a man of integrity, young or old, that you cannot become one? No, I personally don't believe that. However, I will say the older you get is the harder it is to put away the things that is necessary to be a man of integrity, to be a man of your word. It is ultimately, and it is so imperative that you do this Because we cannot afford for another generation of men to grow up and be just labeled baby daddies, deadbeats, convicts, felons, abusive, misogynistic, toxic, whatever, narcissistic, uncaring, apathetic, even down to the title atheist, that should not be in a man's character. A man must have a code. A man must stand for something or yes, we will fall for anything. And the first thing that we usually fall for is the plight and the plot of social interaction. Now, the guys are easy to deal with because you're always going to see if they're doing something stupid or not. Hey, let's go to the mall after school. You ain't got no money. What are you going to the mall for? Yeah, we just want to hang out and chill out. Well, here's the problem. There's always going to be one person that wants to steal something or wants to bully somebody or see somebody they don't like from school that day at the mall. And now it's a fight. You don't want to be involved in that, especially if you're a visible minority. Listen, understand it like this. All visible minorities are subject to ridicule and racism by the police. It doesn't matter whether there's good cops or bad cops. Birds of a feather flock together. If the police haven't separated the good from the bad cops, how are you going to pick out the good from the bad cops? Because they don't wear a sign that says good cop or bad cop, just like your friends won't wear a sign that says good influence, bad influence. You are going to have to have eyes to see, ears to hear. And a lot of times you need to keep your mouth shut. So you because if your mouth is moving, you're not going to be able to properly discern who should be around you and what environments that you should be around or what environments that you shouldn't be around. So the characteristics of building up being a man of integrity that you could even call yourself a man or a king, you have to be discerning. You have to have an awareness and you must be aware of your surroundings at all times. One movie that I love is called Den of Thieves, oddly enough. 
And the main antagonist, by the end of the movie, the cop goes back and plays back in his mind. Gerard Butler plays that cop. And the guy says, I'm aware of my surroundings at all times. Everybody's getting drunk and they're coming to the bar and they're getting drunk. And yet still, he understands his surroundings that a lot of cops come here from the federal government building where all this money is going to go. And they come there and they get drunk and they talk about their workplace and what door they walk through and what department they walk in. And he says, while they're getting drunk, I'm using their words to build a comprehensive map over the last how many years to be able to get in, get out, and plan a way of escape for me and my team. Now, he used that for negative. But what I'm telling you is if you can hone the principle of that saying, which is to be aware of good and bad, that you can put yourself in a better position without having to commit acts of that lack integrity, that lacked respect, that lack respect, then ultimately you can you will build habits that will propel you further as you grow up in life. Those of us that are older, it's never too late to start. However, for us, it's got to be sharp and it's got to be a quick and fast cut. It's nothing. You can't do a 12-step program to integrity because if you're a liar, the first thing you need to do is stop lying, which means you might have to put some rules on yourself. I struggled with that. I had to get to the place where, you know what, if I'm not going to tell the truth, I'm just not going to talk. It is what it is. Oh, you know, Cass, you real quiet. I'm good. I'm just chilling. You know what I mean? Ain't, ain't too much going on right now. And whether it is going on or it's not going on, it's practicing that aspect of now understanding that the week is the loudest one in the room is by far the weakest link. Anybody, anytime you feel that you have to make your presence known more than you just showing in a room. Anytime you have to be the proverbial sounding board for yourself, you've got an issue. And this is one thing now that I'm trying to change within myself and I'm really working hard at it. Some people have told me that, you know, well, people have just come to know you and that's what it is. So when they see you not doing this, they don't know. It's kind of weird to them. Well, here's the thing. They don't pay my bills. They don't they don't get my paycheck. They can't go to work for me. So whatever change I need to make is necessary first for me, secondly, for my family, thirdly, for my friends, fourthly, for the community around me. You see how that works? What's at the top? Me, my family, friends and community, and I'll even put community before friends. Because a lot of times those who are your friends as they're growing up and as they change and your your views and goals and and morals don't align with theirs, they'll tell you whatever they want to tell you. And I'm here to tell somebody it doesn't matter if you have one friend or if you have a 100 friends, you're going to have to stand on a strict code as a man. It's non-negotiable. You don't get to make the rules as you go and flip and change the rules. You got to have a strict code that you understand the people who you're going to have around you, the, the other guys you're going to you're, you're going to be friends with and call your boys and your brothers. You all got to be on that same code. Number two, you cannot prioritize sex and relationships and the endearment from the opposite gender. If you identify as a cisgender male who's heterosexual and is only heterosexual, which means you only identify to be intimate and have relations, sexual relations, intimate relations with women that are and identify themselves as the female gender, cisgendered females who are heterosexual, who only have sexual and intimate relationships with men cisgender male who are heterosexual and that's just speaking respectfully because this is the day and time we're in again awareness 
You cannot prioritize sex and the opinion of how cool you are and if you have swag from women. They can afford to do that because they are social creatures in nature. And technically, as humans, we all are social creatures. However, I will say this. It is the bane of a man's existence to prioritize sex and the need constantly to make sure that you know how to be Mr. Man in the bedroom. Because here's the thing, no matter what women say and no matter what you see on social media, I'm going to tell you this straight. A woman who gets great sex from a man will leave him just as soon because he doesn't know how to change a tire, mow the lawn, take out the trash, respect women, hold the door open, understand that he should pay for the first date. Like these are things that make you a man, to be honest with you. It's not about simping or not simping because guess what? I'm paying for the date, I can choose when to end it. If she's paying for the date, I got to sit there. And if she decide, and if she's paying for the date, that means if she doesn't like it, I can be embarrassed. And I'm not saying and I'm saying, "Hey guys, make sure you're always paying so you can embarrass the girl or not. Make sure you're always aware of your surrounding and if you're depending on somebody else to pay for you, you're putting yourself in a situation where you're depending on them to be aware of a surrounding. Point blank period. We can get into that on another episode. Relationships and sex does not define who we are as men. Men cannot define themselves by how many women they sleep with. We cannot define ourselves by how many how many relationships we've been in. That is a flawed argument it is a flawed way of thinking and we cannot think like that if we're going to get ahead especially young men between the ages of 13 to 20 when you waste time chasing sex now if sex comes to you and you decide to in, in, in embrace it in the moment i am not here to tell you exactly how to live your life i am here to say You have to be aware that even endearment and advances from women come, can come with consequences. You young men that are listening to this, before I left my old workplace, there was a person that worked there. And one day she told me that her stepson decided to call her and ask her if she he could bring over a female unbeknownst to this awkward unassuming young man she had a boyfriend now when the boyfriend called the girl out he she literally said oh he did this and tried to force me to do this Now, in all definitions, we would call this young man not cool, awkward, a loser. But he genuinely thought that this girl had an interest in him the whole time she was using him to make her boyfriend jealous. And it ended up turning out to him being falsely accused of rape and forcing himself on her. And above all, getting arrested now could you imagine you're 15 years old and you think genuinely out of the goodness of your heart that this girl likes you and you're feeling all these emotions and an accusation that you tried to grape a girl is being pinned on you so much so that you get arrested before your parents can even be found And I'm not saying to hate women or women are evil, but not all women are created equal, just like not all men are created equal. 
And there's actually a saying that counteracts what I just said, but when I find it, I will make sure to put it in on a different episode. But for right now, not all women are the same. Not all men are the same. And you have to make sure that as a young man, you start to define and separate yourself from the crowd. It's okay to have some numbers around you, but you need to make sure that the people around you, whether they're male or female, that are outside of your blood family, that you know who they are. They can tell you the truth and you can tell them the truth. Because if you can't, you will regret it. This is a big component of male self-improvement. Relationships cannot define us. When you get older, now 18, moving up through your early 20s and mid-20s, what relationships help to do is they help to not define your character, but refine, refine your character. They help to smooth out the rough edges. They help to teach you things, teach you an awareness of uh, an emotional awareness, how to be in tune with the thoughts and feelings of others around you, your boys. You need to be able to understand that when you have male friends and you are a brother, that's a brotherhood. It's not about yo, homie, yo, homie, yo. That means if you get an opportunity, you should be able to say, I have my friend who has an opportunity or who would like this opportunity. Can he come along also? Because I get, I can guarantee you this. If you step out to stand on morals and a certain code, your friends, your brothers will be able to get opportunities to do certain things with you based on the merits of how you carry yourself, your reputation, and how you speak. And I've proved it, and I can prove, I've proved it over and over and over again. As a man, whether you are, whether you're the guy or you're an awkward incel, a relationship refines your character and helps to give you a, a day to understand or helps to give you in this day understanding of, re, of integral ins and outs of love that can provide peace, safety, healing, and stability. That's what relationships are for. So you young guys who are 16, going into your late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, and so on. That is what a relationship is for. A relationship is meant to provide you an, a space of peace, safety, healing, and stability. So I'll be honest. Here's one red flag to watch out for. A girl that wants to be like, dare I say it, Cardi B, Amber Rose, a girl that just wants to do her own thing. She's good for fun. She's not a relationship girl. I don't care what she says to you. It is what it is. I've been with the same woman for 11 years. I've been married for five years. You don't get that. You don't get that just by sitting there prioritizing what women who want to be popping off on Instagram and be influencers and be on OnlyFans. You don't date those women. Those women, unfortunately, are not women of character. And a woman that is going to be in a relationship with you, if you are going to build one, you, she needs to have morals and she needs to have a code. She needs to be able to articulate herself. She needs to be able to have fun, but have a thought at the same time. And I'm not saying be a thought. I'm saying her brain needs to work. Her brain should be able to discuss politics and history and religion. Her brain should be able to identify the fact that right now our gender war is being pushed on society. This is not something that just happens because the patriarchy. 
The patriarch said this in other podcasts. The patriarchy only exists to an elite group of men, which is less than 1% of the world's population. And with that, I'm actually going to segue into something. And I didn't know how I was really going to get into it. Um, There's a couple things that I really still want to get to before we close out the episode, but I really going to bring this in. We're clearly going to go over the 30 minute mark. And if we, if you're in this, we've already done that. There's a clip from a fresh and fit, uh, episode, um, that was done on April 3rd. And it is literally the one Oh four, the one hour, four minute and 23 second mark. And I want to play this clip because they're, they just finished reacting to a video where a woman uh, claims that her and her husband um, divorced after 12 years of marriage um, because they needed to find themselves. So I'm going to play this clip and then I'm going to literally not necessarily react to it, but I'm going to pick up the conversation about relationships and men defining themselves from there. I think it's okay for someone to realize that they want growth in their life. Okay. We all go through it. When you get with someone, you get with them, um, not knowing what the future, you know, holds because every few years, my pause right there. We men, we do not get the ability to do that. If you're going to grow every few years, no, men, we need to grow every day. What that, what is, what she's trying to articulate? It's called vision. A man must be a man with a plan. Two years, five years, ten years, and in between those benchmarks, have other, other checkpoints in your plan that allow for room for augmentation or calling an audible into your planet, maybe going on a different route or incorporating something into your plan, whether it's a skill or something that you've learned along the way. Growing, we want to become this, we want to become that. And different seasons in life, we may want to break. We may not, that person may not be the right fit for that season. Maybe you need to be on your own so that you can elevate yourself i mean i don't know but i didn't look at it like that like um okay so i'm gonna stop there okay so she's saying that you know maybe these people you know they need time to grow and they need to figure themselves out listen nobody ever has it completely figured out even when they have it completely figured out because life throws you audibles what we as men need to do is be in a state of awareness even in our success and our failures because opportunities that will allow us to change the trajectory of where we are going can happen in a moment. You could be going 100 miles per hour. You need to have awareness all around you of when you need to slow down, not because you see flashing lights, but because you are understanding of the flow of traffic. You understand the different times, months, and areas in which police are bound to be found. As this relates to your life journey, you need to be able to have a vision for what I am looking to accomplish in the next five to 10 years. The reason why I can say this, and I'll ask you guys a question. Do you know as men, do you know how much it costs to keep your house running or your apartment running? Your basic necessities, what it, and let's say before taxes, how much does it cost to keep you running? Cell phone, car, rent, internet, food. Do you also still have to commute because you don't want to drive everywhere and ruin your car? 
those are the things you really need to be aware of. When I did this study the other day, and again, I'm sharing intimate lessons that I've learned in my life. I was crunching the stats in my house and crunching the finances the other day. My house needs $61,800 a month just for the necessities of life. Now, I'm married with two kids, so I'm also incorporating their lives into the upkeep of the house. However, I have not included in that 61,000 clothes for all four of us, medications or unforeseeable situations for all four of us, trips, aka vacations for all four of us, for the kids, extracurricular activities. Then men, we all need to know when it comes to buying clothes and toiletries. Generally speaking, our clothes and toiletries, well, our clothes cost more than women's clothes because men are not the buyers, generally speaking, in society. It's women. So the way money is broken down or prices are broken down is that overall, when it comes to our fashion, doesn't matter if it's street clothes, casual clothes, business casual, formal, doesn't matter. You name it, it costs more. Our clothes cost more, generally speaking. Now, there may be certain items for women that cost more than certain items for men. Those are outliers, random situations, or random items or accessories, and that is understandable. But on a balance of probability, generally speaking, men's clothes cost more than women's clothes in first world countries. Our upkeep may not be as as expensive as theirs, but it's starting to get there. So these things you have to factor in. When I factored it in, if the house needs $61.8,000 just to be, and that includes two cars, so two cars in the house, that's what they, the house needs, $61,000. And I haven't accounted for the humans, what they need, me, my wife, my two kids. Automatically, I can assume that we as four individuals and two, well, four individuals, two adults, two children growing up, we are going to need another $60,000, which means I as a man, I need to be bringing in $120,000 before taxes. And technically, after taxes, I need to be bringing in $120,000. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of get-rich-quick schemes in this life. There's a lot of content creators. There's a lot of YouTubers. There's a lot of real estate agents. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that. The first way to get yourself to understand what your vision and your plan is going to be from the time you are young until you're old. I've already talked about volunteering because it helps you gain a deep respect and understanding of the community around you. The next thing you need to do is make sure you expand your intellect and your skills. You need to have academic and trades under your belt and you need to have them in the areas of life that are leading towards finance or dealing with money and infrastructure. And I would say the third or the third and fourth biggest areas. So you need infrastructure, you need trades, you need uh, digital know-how. And you need to know how money works or at least where the money trends are going. I would even say you need to understand law, both criminal and business. And I can say these things because I'm one, I'm working on those myself, myself, but I've come to see that the men who understand and who are most influential in society, they understand these things. In life, before you can provide for a woman, You need to be a provider for yourself. The old saying of a man is to be four things. Prophet, provider, protector, 
and priest. Prophet. A man needs to be a visionary and discerning. Uh, other word for that is he needs to have an awareness. He needs to be able to plan and see things afar off. It's like chess. Your ten, what are your next 10 steps going to be? A provider. He, you need to be able to provide yourself a stable life before you can do that for any woman. Because when you do that for a woman, she's not necessarily going to do that for you. So you need to have an understanding as a young man, as a middle-aged man, as a young man in your 20s, as a teenager. If any woman that is going to be in your life, from your mom, your sisters, your cousins, your nieces, and other girls you're going to date, or just friends... Men are always to provide stability. We are stable creatures first. We are a protector. So yes, there is the physical component. Now let's say you don't like going to the gym. Take a walk around your neighborhood. Go for a run. Get five pound weights, dumbbells, 10 pound weight dumbbells at home, a little curl bar. They're not that expensive. Use them at home. You don't need to look like The Rock or you don't need to look like Arnold in his heyday. And please don't take um, body altering drugs like massive, like weightlifting steroids. You don't need them. You do a little bit every day and, and keep increasing your frequency and your intensity every day or at least four days a week. Then you will have one, a good physique as long as you're physically able to and there's no medical conditions that debilitate you from being able to do this but don't be lazy and think that somebody's just going to find a, a woman is just going to find you sexy just because it's not how it works so you need to make sure your body can at least lift your own body weight as a man number two there's no self-defense class for us but what you can do is take some boxing classes I'm a very big I'm a very big fan of even though I have not gotten into it at least not yet um only because music is more of my passions when it comes to that but you need to be able to defend yourself physically and mentally so whether it's boxing I would actually lean towards more of a martial art that uses a combination of your hands and your feet with the discipline of temperance. Learn, you must be a protector. I would even say to be a protector, you must know how a house works. You must know how to use tools. You must know how to repair things. You must know how to change tires. You must know how to change light bulbs on a car. Change the oil. Top up the windshield washer fluid when it's empty. Change the windshield wipers. Little things go a long way. You don't have to know how to build a car unless you're interested in that, which it can only benefit you in your life. But you need to have a working knowledge of these things so that way when you go to a dealership or you go to a used car a lot if you're buying your first car or you're older and you're going into do a deal for a car, you know if you're being ripped off or not. And a priest, one who serves and one who gives advisement. So you are not above taking instruction or advice, but you must be one who serves your community, you serve your family, because it shows how much you love and care for them. But you also should be able to give advice, sound advice that can help somebody direct their mind if a man cannot do these things for himself while they can be learned in a relationship it will be hard to implement them with the modern with modern women because the modern woman is not taught to respect the essence of the male gender and above all society does not care as a man, it is your responsibility while you are single to be a man of focus, sheer will, integrity, stability, honesty, transparency, dependability, 
and above all, to be industrious. Now, where we will end today is we will not go into emotions because that is a whole nother episode and I have actually spent more time with you than I intended to, but I don't regret it because every time we spend time together is much, first of all, it's well spent and you may not know it, but to any one or few listeners or many listeners, I appreciate you. To the young men that will hear this, I cast high appreciate you and I have a passion for your life. Your worst days are never your worst days. Your worst days, the days when you feel defeated, frustrated, angry, hurt, do not lose control and act in a manner that is not becoming of a gentleman. In all things, show thyself a man, a man of reputation, a man of control, a man of temperance, a man of dependability, a man of sobriety. Show yourself a man. Do not be afraid to take on new things. Read books, learn, meditate, and be willing to do these things because they will first benefit you and second benefit the things around you and the people around you. I am Cast High, signing off. Remember to like, share, follow, subscribe at DeRealReal underscore SCE, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We love you. Peace in the T-Dot streets and all over the world. Much love.